0: Listeners, I'm your host Erica, the queen of teens Please tune in
1: Every
2: single Tuesday
0: This whole hour of Saddleball Routine Athletes Woo! Woo! We're talking all athletes. Welcome, everybody. This is Erica Saldov. have got a huge show this morning, and I'm so excited, Dominique, because I have had giggles all week because we've got the Dons, Chargers, Cardinals, and Royals recaps this week, and uh, we're doing something different. we have actually bringing in a couple of the alums. We've got Anna Coordinado from a class of 2018 and then we have our own ed langlo class of 67 ed aren't you glad that you answered the phone at 11 o'clock at night
2: (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know that i can say that but who answers the phone
0: i expected to get the voicemail most people turn off their phone second ring Hello, Erica. I mean, you probably thought, like, Erica was in the hospital. Erica needs Ed. I don't know what you, Ed, what were you thinking? Why is be wrong. Booty call. I don't know, Ed. Booty call. (laughs) What's
2: going on? I got you. I
3: know.
0: It's it's a clean show. I don't know what's
2: going on. It it really fits right into Uh, what I'm doing because uh, doing the recap, I've I've been in touch a lot with Abe Jehadamy and and my old football coach, uh, John Stoney. I've been talking with John. He's he came to our reunion last weekend. So, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna segue right in.
0: Yeah. So you brought it's the good. talk about you brought that football, right?
2: We still have the football from the 1965 Don's Royals game, and that was the first game that that the Royals prevailed in football. Five seasons prior to that, they got beat, and in 1965, my junior year, we came out on top, 21 to 20. So they saved the ball, and all the fellas on the team autographed that ball. So it is now kept in the athletic director's office, and I actually went out and bought a trophy case for it, a plastic case to nice. protect it because I was taking it into harm's way at our reunion. So um, we still have that ball, and I, I did bring it, and we were able to have uh, Coach Tony. Hold that ball, and all the football guys that were at the reunion gathered around for a photo op. So uh, I I like the way he referred
4: to his classmates at the reunion as Harms Way.
2: You start drinking when you're (laughs) 70 years old, you put things in Harms Way.
4: (laughs) Hey, but how about you might
2: want to lateral that ball to your old tight end? I did not want to. Be the guy that brought that back in a shopping bag in pieces. To the <laughs> so I went, I did. I went and bought a trophy case and enclosed oh. it in a in a basket. In Very bottoms. wise.
0: Right. I tell you, all well, let's uh, hands together for again, I can't say it enough. Abe Jehadamy, what he's done for Friday Night Lights. Yeah, he Abe, just,
2: Abe has been there every I time. I think did. he's
0: the longest standing AD in the county. I could be wrong, but if anybody knows any different, let me know. But
3: this AD guy is athletic director. Right. So there, oh, there you yeah. go. For
0: Dominique. Okay, <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah. That's what we try to do. Um, I need that too, Dominique.
3: <laughs>
0: but he's, he's actually the man. Honestly, he's my first. Second text. Actually, I went to Michael Baker first. And he said, whatever they need. And then CEO of United Boys and Girls Club. And then I did Abe. And he goes, we'll see what we can do. And he came through. And Abe, we love you. Kudos to you. So shout
3: outs to all the kids playing flag football with Friday Night Lights. That's it, too. We, We got that
0: 700 kids. Boy, almost, almost. Uh, What's it going to happen, but we we turned that around. So thank you again for the 150th time. Abe, let's do this. Let's shoot right into it. We're going to go Dons, Chargers, Cardinals, finish up with Ed Langlo. So let's get started right now. Romy's in the house.
6: Romy Davies, talk to me. Thank you, Erica, and hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California, with this week's SB SP Don Sports Recap. On Saturday, their cross-country teams placed in the top five at the Ojai Invitational at Lake Casitas Course. The boys came in second and the girls in fourth behind champion San Luis Obispo. The Tigers won the boys division with 16 points, followed by Santa Barbara with 56. McKenna Show led a tight group of three for the Santa Barbara girls, placing 22nd with a three-mile time of 22 minutes and 10 seconds. In water polo news, the Santa Barbara boys water polo team finished with three straight wins including two one-goal wins on Saturday against Miracosta and Addison. In their game against Miracosta, the boys had six different scorers. Shane Davis, Mateo Abondo, Landon Romo, and Jared Burford had two goals each, while Ethan Camp and Ryder Green had a goal each. The team travels to Buena to play them on Wednesday. In terms of football, on Friday, the boys beat Ventura with a solid 29-22 win. It was a fourth down stop and a pass interception in the fourth quarter that enabled the Dons to win the intense game. Both linebacker Julian Castro and coach JT Stone mentioned their admiration for the defense, with Castro adding, our team has just been clicking on defense so far. The team play Rio Mesa this Friday at 7 p.m., just like usual. That's it for this week's SB Dons recap, and see you next time. Thank you, Romy!
0: She's awesome. All right, next up, second year returner, along with Romy, Matthew Weitzel's DP charges. What's going on, Matthew? Thank you, Erica.
7: Now let's get into DP's last week's recap. As always, I'm Matthew Weitzel, and let's get into it. We start out today with football. This Friday, they lost against Pacifica 49-3, with DP finally able to get a field goal in the third quarter. And for the stats for that game, Tripathi with one field goal. And although the game came to an unfortunate conclusion, the post-game party was incredible. And now, we move on to DP Water Polo, where DP plays Garces Memorial Rams. We have a win against them, eight to six. Great job, DP. And now, we move on to girls volleyball. They entered in a tournament this past weekend with a win against Central two to zero A win against Monach, 2-1, making them able to move on to the next round, where, unfortunately, they have a loss against Campbell Hall, making them not able to move on. But, in non-tournament news, they again, unfortunately, have a loss against San Marcos 3-0. San Marcos winning 25-20, 25-23, and 25-16. Three very close games, but DP never really a- being able to pull ahead. Although not a great week for DP Sports, there is still a lot of season left for all these great players and teams. So go get him, Chargers, in the next week. This is Matthew Weitzel signing off.
0: Wow, that was fantastic! Bishop Cardinals class of 2018! Anna Coronado,
8: what's going on Anna? Thanks Erica. Now for Bishop Diego's sports recap. I'm Anna Cornado, class of 2018, and let's get into it. This week, Bishop Varsity Football experienced an incredible win over St. Pius Mathias Academy with a final score of 26-6. In the thrilling game, Brian Trejo had three interceptions, while Crown Gossett and quarterback A.J. Veal made big plays for the Cardinals' offense and helped secure this week's win. The Cardinals proved that they can easily bounce back from their first loss of the season last week, holding a 4-1 record in the league now. Great job, boys. In girls volleyball news, this week Bishop swept Grace Brethren to secure their second league bit- victory. Eliana Arzua led the team with 17 aces and Mia Bizani contributed 10 kills. Well played girls. In other Cardinal updates, boys water polo lost their first two games on the opening day of their tournament at Western High School, but hopefully they can continue to bring the intensity for the rest of the tournament. Congratulations to Max Schwartz and David Aquistapace on their two goals for Bishop and to goalie Reagan Adams for his seven blocks. In girls' tennis news, unfortunately, they couldn't secure the team win against Orchid Academy, but Sam Kenny swept Orchid in her three sets as a singles player. Well, that's all for this week's Cardinal recap, and tune in for more next week. Thanks, Erica.
0: Woohoo! Saved the best for last. Ed Langlow, class of. 1960, I was say, I would say 2067. 1967! Oh, on. <laughs> Ed Langlow!
2: Thank you, Erica. Here's the sports recap through September 16th for the San Marcos High School Royals. In football, the Royals met the Buena Bulldogs in Workington Stadium Friday night for their fifth overall game of the season. In the first minutes of play, the Bulldogs blocked a San Marcos punt into the end zone for a safety. Ventura then took the kickoff to the 47-yard line when senior quarterback Zane Carter hit Colin Gunther with a 41-yard pass for the first touchdown of the game. Then with two minutes left in the half, Luke Crawford intercepted a Buena pass, giving the Royals the ball on their own 18-yard line. After a couple of carries by Andre McCullough, quarterback Josh Engle completed a bullet pass to senior Patrick Kelly. Kelly carried the ball for 68 yards and a touchdown, leaving the score Buena 17, San Marcos 7. San Marcos caught the Buena defense off guard in the fourth quarter when Engle handed the ball off to McCullough, who then handed the ball right to Kelly for a 47-yard gain. McCullough then scored, bringing the count to Buena 25, Royals 13. Andre McCullough played well despite missing the last three days of practice with a sprained ankle. He racked up 128 yards and 18 carries. When the dust settled, it was Buena 32, San Marcos 13, leaving the Royals 2-3 overall. Next week is a bye before taking on Ventura in an away game. In girls volleyball, San Marcos advanced to 6-1 Thursday after sweeping Dos Pueblos in all three sets at the Thunder Hut. Sophomore setter Josie Gambardella had 35 assists and 4 aces. Elena Thomas, also a sophomore, delivered a match high of 16 kills. In golf, Stella Ashamala Jr. was a medalist in the matchup with Royal with a 46 at Sandpiper and Jeff Forrester was selected to play in the Pure Insurance Championship at Pebble Beach. The tournament will be televised on the Golf Channel. We'll be right back with Dominique Hackett and something we all need a little more of. Booga!
0: sports radio show. I am your host,
3: Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, every single Tuesday. night. Hello, this is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and this is a Hackett's Hygge moment. When we talk about Hugo, we're thinking of those comfy, cozy things in our lives that make life really enjoyable, make learning really enjoyable, and just build character, build friendships, build family and community. So I love sharing stories. And so this week, I have a story about truth and story. So those are the two characters in the story. And this story was told in a storytelling circle. So if you don't know it, there are gatherings of people that happen all around the country and all around the world where storytellers from lots of different cultures come together and share their stories. So um, this story is uh, a gift to teens talking about truth and story. So once upon a time truth walked into a village the local people started cursing him they said all sorts of mean things and they chased him out of the village truth walked down the road kind of shocked at this reception and he walked to the next town and in the next town they spit at him and cursed and said all sorts of mean things and also drove him out of town He was really lonely and sad and the road was just empty and he walked and walked and walked till he got to the next town hoping that he would find someone who was happy to see him and who would embrace truth with open arms. So he walks into the third town and he walked in. It was late at night and he was hoping that maybe when the villagers saw him in the dawn's early light, maybe that would be the light that would make them be happy to see him. But instead, when they saw him, not only did they spit and curse at him, they threw their garbage at him. So he ran out of town and he ran to the edge of the woods. And he was sitting there and crying and wiping the garbage off of him when he heard laughter and singing and applause and just all sorts of happy things going on. And so he peered through the trees and he saw that the town folks were applauding Story. Story had entered the town. And after a Story, told the Downs people a story. They brought out their fresh meats and soups and they did like a big buffet and a big community feast and everybody was just so happy that Story was there and Story was smiling and just soaking up all their love and appreciation. So when Twilight came again, Truth was just so sad sitting at the edge of the woods that he was crying. And Story heard The tears, someone crying, and he wandered over to find out what the story was. Truth told Story just how miserable it's been. He's gone from town to town to town, and everyone has just been mistreating him. And he's so sad and lonely, and he really wants to be accepted and appreciated. And Story explained to Truth, of course they all reject you. Story looked at Truth and he lowered his eyes a bit to the side and he says, No one wants to look at naked truth. So Story gave Truth brilliant, beautiful clothes to wear and they walked into town together, Truth with Story. So, first of all, he went in all these towns with no clothes on?
0: Well, (laughs) (laughs) because you know, I can see why someone throws stuff at him. It was was just saying,
8: no, okay.
3: You can kind of think about it like that. Okay. So truth is there with story, and the townspeople greeted them with warmth, appreciation, and affection. Because truth was wrapped in story's clothing, which was beautiful and something that was easy to behold. And ever since then, truth travels with story and they're always accepted and loved because that's the way that we like it to be. And so the the. The beautiful purpose to this story that I felt when I read the story was a realization that sometimes, especially for teens, sometimes in watching what's going on in life, watching what's going on with your friends, community and so forth, you'll have an aha moment where you'll realize the truth of something and you just want other people to know the truth that you have realized. And you try to tell it to him, and then it's not well received. And you're like, well, wait a second. It's the truth. Why aren't you receiving this well? This is this is the truth that I've realized. And what the story is showing is that if we can find gentle ways to communicate truths to each other inside of a story, it is easier for us to take that in for consideration. And that it's just a fact of human nature that we all have a hard time with naked truth.
0: You know, that's such a, you can speak, this book's written on this stuff, right? <laughs> so We're going to go around. Fortunately, we have Dr.
9: Jean in the house, okay? And this is right up a <laughs> yeah. alley. So how yeah, is, let's so, crack this, sounds, this open. This sounds like um. My journey as a Scorpio becoming a therapist, I had to really learn how to reel back just saying exactly what I would see or, or think. Um, yeah, there's a lot of work that we do in, uh, you know, with, with clients of just creating what we call a coherent narrative. Right. Sometimes the first time you look at something, it looks one way. And then later, after you've sort of digested it or you've looked at it from different angles, the story changes. So I really like that, you know, even truth itself is is got some some give, right, depending on how you're looking at it or who's looking at what what's happening. So, yeah, that's how I took it. Nice.
0: Let's do let's do this. I want I want to expand on this, but we've got to take a break. So. Let's come take a back quick with go- uh, Christine Marie. Yeah, we're going to come back with Christine Marie right after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your
5: host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in.
1: Every single
0: Tuesday.
4: 9 a.m.
5: I am this is christine marie and we're talking about truth and story interestingly enough i believe the card for today that we would be looking at is the um the hermit card and in this hermit card uh, it's like going into the cave and reading your writing on the writing on your own wall right connecting in with what i would call the high holy and the holy earth and and re-lighting your, uh, re lighting your refilling your battery recharging yourself and i think almost That's about getting in touch, uh, connecting back in with yourself so you can have a perspective of the story. I think the beauty of Tarot for myself is that I tell stories all the time to people that are in the cards, and those stories relate to different things for them. Some people might ask me, are you telling me that this is going to happen? And I would say, wow, is that what comes up for you when you hear that story? That's that's pretty interesting, you know? And so, because I, I, I'm not a diviner of sorts, but this, the stories in the cards are rich, and they're stories in, in my life, they're stories that... These cards elicit from me the, the visuals, the pictures. That's why I work with these specific cards because the stories that come, fairy tales. I, oh my goodness, I was a Waldorf kindergarten teacher. I told stories upon stories upon stories. We worked with stories. We told stories. We did puppet shows with stories. and we acted the stories out. And there was a reason There's healing in the stories, and we and I knew that, and I would choose a story for a certain child or for a certain thing that was happening. Mm -hmm. I didn't tell anybody about it, but I knew. And as we did the stories, you could see the shifts happen in the children. You could see the shifts happen in myself. So, the stories are for everybody. We've been telling stories for as long as we've been alive. Yeah, Yeah, that's what the myths and fairy tales are for, so...
3: I really feel Uh, like the telling of the story gets around the ego because we become mm -hmm. children when we're hearing stories and we can go, oh, wow, to whatever truth lights up in our heart.
5: Yeah. And I, I like to think too, also, we all have, sometimes when I hear someone saying, well, that's the truth, sometimes I can think in my mind, well, that's their truth. It's how they understand it. Mm-hmm. It's how they're perceiving it. We all have perceptions based upon what has happened to us in our lives as children, as teens, as adults, but it, and, and, and it it shifts, It's it shifts the way we see things. And so, when we can hear somebody else's story, we're given their perspective. It just, it broadens our perspective. It's such a nice thing, story. Yeah, just dropping the ego. Don Sanders is going to
0: add to this.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of a story in Buddhism about a bodhisattva called Never Disparaging. And so his words were not well-received places he went either. And uh, he was vilified. Sometimes people threw things at him and cursed him and and this kind of thing. And uh, the, the teaching point there was that inside he resolved that Everyone is worthy of respect. Everyone has a Buddha nature. Everyone has a very high potential somewhere inside that they may not have fully awakened to. So he decided in response to these things, he would never... He would never respond in kind he would not get to, he would not be defensive about it and he wouldn't uh, disparage the other person and uh it's 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 a extreme example you know i mean not many of us could withstand a walk like that in the world but if we were able to carry inside of us of like well that person's had all kinds of things happen to them in life i have no idea what's shaped they're, they're shaped them as an individual, even what they came here with. I mean, what are they born with? How is the nature and the nurture and all those good things. So, you know, if we can take a step back and take a deep breath and and say, um, you know, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I respect your, you know, I may not agree with what you say, but I respect your right to say it. And I, I would never, I would never vilify you for it. I wouldn't disparage you for it. Ah, so beautiful.
3: I just I took out
0: of that whole story just the partnering and you know, on a broader scope. And I know this with twenty eight years of coaching and I always have done that. Take the best player with the not greatest player, but empower the best player to assist the lesser, and it was really because of hours, right? And I've always said the person that just started playing basketball, I said, look, this, I mean, he's been or she's been playing ball since she was five years old. I mean, she's got 10,000 hours on you. So don't beat yourself up. But if she's going to give you, you know, your peer <coughs> is going to invest the time in you and you could just step up three, four notches. I mean, that's really, that's all you got to do. You just got to partner. And I think that's thats just the beauty and the strength, right? Of Dr. D, I know you got to do something on that one.
4: Well uh, I would agree and, and that's why it's so important uh, in addition uh, to uh, really monitor the words that we use. Words have power mm-hmm. and you want to lift people up. It's one of the things that I find so interesting is is how as a matter of fact I heard something about this uh, uh, friend cleanse. I don't know if you've ever heard of this about a friend cleanse. Maybe there are times when you need to go through your list of friends and see, who are those people that are kind of dragging me down? I could uh, kind of distance myself. What about those people that are are maybe neutral, but at least they're not tearing me down, and at least they're there to support me, and they're there when I need them? I keep those folks in there. And then those people who are really supportive of me, uh, many of, uh, matter of fact, many of our co-hosts are very <laughs> supportive of all of us. I mean, they're yeah. there, mm-hmm. like... Ed is there when Erica calls at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's not a love fest. <laughs> no, 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 it's
4: not. But but it's well, spiritually, important, spiritually, it's, spiritually, it's, it's, it's a, a spiritual. exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's very important for us to start to to start taking a look and evaluating those kinds of things.
3: And that's kind of what teens are working on and working through in high school. You you meet so many people and you You are thrilled we call, we call it the honeymoon stage where mm-hmm. when you make friends for the first time, and it just feels wonderful. and then little things happen, and then your friendship gets tested. And it's not bad. It's not bad on you or bad on the other person. You're just figuring out who's your tribe and your tribe are going to be those people that are there for you when you do really well and celebrate and they're mm-hmm. there for you when things don't go well yeah. and and they're just there. They say, I see you.
0: I think yeah. that's why the sports band, anything that you do, sing, dance, cheer. It's so important because mm-hmm. the people that you're going to associate yourself with you in that group, not necessarily would your, whatever ever you meet on campus, you even want to be a friend, but you have to figure it out. You have to figure out, You know, otherwise, the success of your season depends upon did you or did you not figure it out? Because the people that figure out you're down by four, you got a minute left, that if you can just have that magic, unite... It, it it just it's a game changer. It's so, thrilling. It's Absolutely thrilling. It's so exciting.
3: Great story to tell later. Definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is this is this is a good shot right here, guys.
3: I heard Ed Langla has got a story to share. And
0: we're gonna get to him right now after these messages. Well, now to- teen sports radio show i am your host erica the queen of teen please tune in every single tuesday at 9 a.m
2: i'm ed langlow with another segment of if only i had known if only i had known is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely on zoom as well as those listening in on the radio today's edition is about the choices you make and how they affect your life when you were say four or five years old Most of those choices were made for you uh, when you were going to play or where you went or what time you went to bed. But now, not so much. There's actually liberation in knowing that as you become a teenager, there are a lot of things that you can change and control with the choices you make and actions you take every day. You decide who you're going to hang out with, what you're going to do at lunch or after school. As you get a little bit older, there's an old adage It starts to apply to you a little more. It goes, past choices took you to where you are today, and choices you make today will take you to where you'll be tomorrow. It is within your own power to control your own choices and decisions, and it's within your power to change your future circumstances through the actions that you take today. We do need to clarify and separate matters based on whether you can control or change them from those that we have no influence over, like things in your past that you regret. Most choices you made in the past are very difficult to go back and change. Just take what you can learn from those experiences and apply it to the choices that you're making today Then let them go. Don't dwell on them. Don't let them eat you up. If only I'd known that when I was young. Speaking of which, how old do you think I am? (laughs) Well, don't answer that. I heard the (laughs) laughter. Next April, I will be 75. So I have a lot of life to look back on that I can't change. But you, if you're a teenager, are just the opposite. You have a huge amount of time in your future that you have control over. That's a real gift that uh, you have that kind of control over your life that you really should take advantage of. Do the things today that will set you up for success tomorrow. Here's some of the liberation I mentioned. While it's difficult to go back and change your past, you can definitely make choices today that will change where you'll be in the future. Remember that. Like, How you treat people today will determine how many friends you'll have tomorrow. How much you practice will determine how good you'll be at playing ball. How much you pay attention in class will determine what kind of grades you get and what college or occupation you'll get into. And that will determine how much money and freedom you'll have and how many choices you'll have available that you can even make when you get out of school. And money is, uh, I think money gets a bad rap. I did a whole segment on money a while back. And there are little sayings that money is the root of all evil. Money can't buy you happiness. So on and on. Money is just a storage system for your accomplishments and your efforts. You go out and you work and you make money and you store those efforts. And you spend that money on whatever it is that you You need, you need housing, you need food, you need all these things. So you spend that money on those things. So you you decide how much you're going to work, how much you're going to pay attention in school, how much money you're going to have. That money buys you choices, choices of where you're going to live. If you have no money, do you have choices on where you're going to live? Not very many, if you go clear to the bottom of that spectrum. You, you see people, what'd you say?
3: Fewer, I mean, definitely fewer.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have fewer choices. Just think about it. If you have no money and let's say you're living on the street, can you decide where you're going to sleep? Can you decide what kind of food that you're going to eat the next day? No, you, have, you don't have those choices. So money, not necessarily a bad thing. It can allow you to make more choices where you're going to live what kind of housing you're going to have, what kind of housing you can afford, what kind of food, how nourishing the food is that you can afford to buy. So you decide the choices you make. Nobody can do it for you. You're in control. It's your future. Don't screw it up. Promise you this. If you understand that the choices you make today will determine where you'll be tomorrow and make those choices with that thought in mind, You'll live a much better life for it. Choose wisely. I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known.
0: Sweet, Ed. Thank you, Ed. Boy, I I felt that was really heart. You were, you were reflecting back, Ed. You made a few mistakes it, there, huh? just saying. It, yes. <laughs> Drop the ball a few times,
3: Ed. Is that what you're trying to say to us? Yes, but it made yeah. a rich character, very rich.
4: You know, and then there, there is a, an addi- I'll uh, an add an addendum to to his uh, conversation there or his uh, presentation on choice. If you don't know that you have certain choices, you can't choose them, and that's why uh, when I talk about choices. And knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. Uh, I talk about those different possibilities that you don't even know about. It's like when, when the lockdown was declared, I was optimistic about the future and the opportunities that we didn't even know existed. And a lot of people actually, and I'm not talking about, you know, going uh, going up against the, the wealthy in this country, but I'm talking about just mom and pop. They went to town uh, trying to help, and, and they did things that they didn't even think they could do before because they didn't even know that it was needed. And all of a sudden, we have this new situation.
3: Look at all the homeschoolers.
4: The homeschoolers, the PPE producers in homes. For masks and all the list goes on. Zoom. Zoom. The
2: Zoom session that we're on right exactly. now. Exactly. So, example of that.
4: to me, that's why education, and I'm not even speaking of formal, you know, 12 years in grade school, high school, and, and, and institutional uh, education. I'm talking about just learning what's going on around you or learning from people like Ed in terms of what he's sharing. And if only I had known, uh, you may have never considered that before. Just hold a space for
0: the present. Dominic yeah. always talks about it, present, present. And understand that you are exactly where you are and where you need to be. So sure. drop everything and just reflect yeah. on that. So this way you don't feel the shame. And not that you don't process shame. If you feel bad about something, let it out, process it. Sure. You know, talk with um people like Dr. Gene uh, and Dr. Gene, why don't you throw out your contact information? Cause we're going to come right back to you anyway. So <laughs> <This is> important. <laughs> I might be calling you after this session.
2: Those are good additions guys. Thanks yeah. for, for bringing those things out. Those are excellent.
9: Yeah, that's great. I, I was thinking too, about the, uh, what you were saying there, Dr. D about not even knowing that you have a choice sometimes. And I think sometimes when we actually do step up and have that, uh, choice, sometimes we, make the wrong choice and those failures are just as important so yeah definitely uh resonate with that but you know if anybody does want to reach out to me i can be reached at dr dot therapy.com that's d-r-j-e-a-n therapy.com nice all right let's take a
0: break we'll be back with more after these messages And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in.
1: Every single Tuesday. 9
0: a.m.
1: This is Don Sanders, Don's MassageOhio.com. Therapeutic body work for Ojai, Santa Barbara, and Ventura counties. And uh, we had just been talking about uh, money in uh, one context I was going to throw out there also money is energy. Money is a way to share and connect with people and facilitate new things happening, uh, restore or continue with things that have been shown to have value. And uh, our relation to money, how we decide to go about, and this is, I'm, I wanna be addressing the young, the young folks, is that, you know, uh, the way, the spirit in which we go about making and uh, engaging with others based on that currency exchange or that exchange of money we have to reflect constantly about you know is is this thing that i'm that somebody's telling me or teaching me to do does it feel right to me does it feel right with who i am and, and if you can make adjustments to that, if doesn't, if it doesn't feel like, yes, I made, I made a, I made a substantial amount of money, but this doesn't feel good to me the way that I'm doing it. You can change that. So I just wanted to throw that into the conversation too, that money is a, a form of energy and energy exchange. We can't do anything as humans. We're social beings. We need to be engaged with other people. So we need to always think about what is the quality of that engagement.
3: I love it. I love it. I was thinking, too, about how um, with the choices that we make and the way that people respond to our choices, and teens should realize, or we hope to educate teens, that um, the way that our brains work, if we've experienced a traumatic moment and then we have a choice about something, a lot of times our brain is trying to keep us safe, and so we're in the limbic brain. But we really want to hop over into the neocortex where we can really tease out a choice and try to make a, a good choice based on the present moment and not just based on the past. And that's part of what working with Jean really helps out, Dr. Jean. That's
0: right. <laughs> I also, yeah. uh, one sec, Dr. Jean, Alex Ramirez is another way you could go. Yes. When somebody's like hitting the trauma, I mean, you know, talk to somebody for sure or work. As Alex would say, Erica, I love you. Work it out, girl. Just work it out. Alex is in the house. Alex.
10: Hi, everyone. I mean, everyone's different. Everyone handles trauma their own way. You know, uh, and if exercise is one outlet for you, all the better. I mean, I feel like sometimes when we have traumatic experience, we take on that negative energy. We, we, uh, you know, sometimes inadvertently take it and absorb it and keep it there and and internalize it and sometimes that could fester into something else like a negative outburst of some kind illness yeah bad choices yeah Yeah. absolutely so yeah for me i i try to get that negative energy out through movement and exercise so Mm -hmm. for me that works for other people it's walking it's yoga meditation
0: for some people i know it it's shopping training. some people like to go shopping a lot shopping huh, can, Dominique? can i
5: ask real quick cooking and,
10: and eating for sure yeah eating you know is a, is a go-to one for a lot of people for sure and that may not always be the best option because <laughs> in that moment we tend to choose comfort foods so uh The problem's still there. You still face the problem regardless. But yeah, whatever helps you process it and deal with it and turn a negative into a positive—nice—that's always helpful. Seeing the brighter side of things.
0: The key is identifying it and don't store it. It's like we're talking about today for our kids. Why does Um, it
3: get stored in the body? Yeah,
0: I don't. Well, that's a whole nother show. Because you know we got to do right now. We've got three minutes to go around and be thankful. And I'm going to start off, okay? Because Don Sanders, Don, you kicked my butt this week. I thank you. I called you. I reached out to you last week. And it's probably the top five massages I've ever had in my whole life. Thank you. I love you. Don, who do you want to give some gratitude to?
1: I want to give some gratitude to... Paul Dargan and Dargan's pub. I uh, I stopped in there the other day and I liked outside, you know, during the, during some of the heat we've just been through, there was a sign saying, Hey, it's air conditioned inside out on the patio, you know, and inside I treated myself to a plate of fish and chips. Nice. Kind of Thank That's you, Dargan. Like. Thank you.
0: Air conditioning, Christine.
5: <laughs> um. Let's see. I am so grateful for the weather (laughs) it's just to cool down actually so um you know it's been it was so very very hot and it was just really nice you know for airflow and breathing and i don't know i just i really i i i I appreciate the weather in all of its forms and when it's hot i try to find the goodness that's of what's happening sometimes we had a lot of free saunas you know over the last week so anyways thank you sure dr Jean.
9: i want to give a shout out to uh, Dr. Kristen Strong over at uh, MindPath College Health and all the girls in the office. We've had our first week. Well, I've had my first week back in person and seeing clients there. And it's just been really nice. We ha- we are not only colleagues, but we are all really friends. And Dr. Kristen has really done a great job of, um, you know, getting us together. And we just really enjoy each other. So I want to appreciate her today. Nice.
0: Ed Langlow, who do you want to give some
9: gratitude to?
2: I'd like to show some gratitude for Mrs. Shirley Kunze. Uh, we had our 55th high school reunion this last weekend. And while all those folks are in town, we do a Peabody Grammar School class of 1960 reunion. And Mrs. Coonsey was my fifth grade teacher and she was at our reunion. Nice. She's 89 Aww. years old still getting around she's in a walker but she made it out to our reunion and uh, i'd like to show some gratitude for mrs kunzi it's amazing to be my age and have my fifth grade teacher come to my reunion
0: we love all teachers big big on teachers here on teen sports radio alex
10: Uh, you know honestly i was really gonna just say what christine said with the weather i'm so great last night we had a great break and a cool breeze when we were training Oh, It felt lovely. It was so nice. Beautiful. And I haven't felt it in weeks. So I nice. was very Cold grateful snap. Cold
3: snap. Dominique. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a quick gratitude to Donna Brightington, who was the person who told this story in a story circle. It's my gratitude to all the story circles all around the planet. Our
0: producer's going to finish up the
4: show today. He's yes. going he's gonna, to he's gonna close us out with the last gratitude. You got it. And I am gr- grateful to Willis Carrier. Who is he? He is the man in 1902 who invented the first air conditioner. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> I thought, I thought you. you were gonna say, I
0: thought you were going to say the refrigerator. No. I, I, that's where my
4: head's been at all week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, it's not a good place for me when after <laughs> Dominique goes shopping. You get, you get, it yeah. was a dual thing as I grab stuff. But anyway, hey Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. we, we, we're out of it. Uh, we're still in Renaissance. All right, make somebody happy today and tune in next week. God bless you. <laughs>
1: Oh, wow, I'm the best. Oh, proud, nothing's gonna but you down. i best. Oh, proud,